0: rotate your phone what do you see me there you are but you're sideways on my iPad that's because yeah because it it, let me see if I can do this Why you tweak around with it before you get started. It may be because I'm not even on here at all. You have to keep digging. Oh there I am. So I need to I need to turn this thing. I don't know if I can do that. You just put it in the, the clamp. It is in the clamp. I just have to turn the phone. I don't know if this is going to work, though. Oh. Angela is watching. Why does it look like it's upside down now? I'm upside down. Yeah, other the other way. Is that better now? No? No, it's not. Hold on. There you go. Okay. Now it actually looks like I'm live and not about to fall over. Let Let me widen this, too. It's supposed to, it normally gives the option. Yep, I know. I think I might be broadcasting, too, right now. Great. Right. They can hear me. Thanks. So hopefully this thing will not get a couple of weed. Things a like that vitamin bottle there might be the right height to support if needed. Oh, you need it. I mean underneath the, underneath the underneath the something shorter than that. No, let me see that this yeah, okay huh? okay it may not it may not I mean I need it thank you All right, those are your two basic options. that's it right there because that, that'll keep it from going That's fine. Perfect. Okay. No, that works too. Pick those up. This shirt, I found this shirt on the 316 collection. I'm not even sure how I found it. It was one of those things where you're scrolling through the internet, and you you find something and it looks, hey, that looks kind of cool. So I went ahead and got one. Um, I like the colors, black and red are nice. There may be a delay. I'm not it sure. If there's a delay in the broadcast just from the because I can see it from over here. Okay, well, I'm not going to look at it from two, two sections here, but I was trying to let everybody know we were going live. I do know that um, what it's a, delay. it's a it's a big delay. It's a delay. That's okay. The um, start tinkering this thing. It'll knock it knock it over. Um, there's a chance that we could be seen in Pacific Standard Time, Pacific Daylight Time, as well as Mountain Time. As Barb and Roger are aware of it, and Nate and Marnell are aware of it, and Nate and Marnell are out in Las Vegas, and that's 7 a.m. Pacific time, so we'll see how that goes. are so many churches right now that are actually live streaming, um, because of what's going on today. There's, um, churches in Cleveland, churches in Akron, churches all over the country. So the other thing we have to look at too is that hopefully there'll be a, a smooth stream because everybody's on the internet at the same time. That could be a challenge, but we'll see how that goes. Um, If you haven't already considered it, uh, one thing that we were able to do through our our internet service provider, Windstream, is that we were able to get the what were they called again? The copper fiber optic fiber optic lines. I highly recommend you get Heather Abernathy is on. I highly recommend you get the fiber optic lines. Um, They are outstanding it makes a huge difference, uh, as far as your internet connectivity at your house. Um, especially with the bandwidth that you have to use, what we have to use for work. But, um, <clears throat> with Lynn having to do her work, um, uploading huge, uh, pictures and all that, and between me being on the internet and doing work as well, too, and, um, even having to have team chats, uh, you need that extra that extra fiber optic. does make a big difference. Hi from Cambodia. Nate Riles is on. So I've got uh, Heather. David Fry is on. We've got, of course, my bride is on. Uh, Angie's on. Angie Smith. And Heather Appenathy. Hi from Cambodia. And uh, thank you, Heather, for being with us. Um, I see you've got that time zone thing down pat. Um what time is it in Cambodia right now? This will be a somewhat uh, interactive Sunday school class as well too, because um, I have Lynn is kind of acting as at 8:53 p.m. Outstanding. It's 8.53 where Heather is in the evening. Well, very good. And uh, that makes this a international broadcast for sure. Um, Lynn is going to be moderating. Uh, and if you have questions or comments to ask, I'm not going to be answering questions uh, as soon as they scroll up on the screen. Uh, I'm going to allow her to... Uh, Highlight the questions and keep them and make a note of them, and we will try to answer your questions as best we can. Um, If you have any questions even after this is over with, you always can reach out to us and and ask as well, too. We'll be happy to do so. Um, This is a dry run. We're doing this for the first time ever for Akron Alliance Fellowship, and it's a shame that we had to do it under these circumstances, but... um, One thing that I'm mindful of and I uh, hope that you can appreciate as well too is that while we have a church and it's great to be able to gather within the four walls of the church and have fellowship time, um, frankly, the internet and what we have with equipment uh, has made this now something where it, it can be done in this way where the church is not uh, confined to four walls it's essentially uh, it's wherever we can gather together it's wherever we go is wherever we wherever we're doing things um, wherever we're interacting with people we are the church and so I think that it's important for us to have that mindset and that way of thinking when we uh, look at what we're involved in right now and that's especially true now um, uh, we were Lynn and I were able to go out and um, Get outside and get some fresh air. It was a beautiful day yesterday here. It's not so much today. It's actually cloudy today, and the temperature has been um, going up and down. But it was in the mid-50s, early in the morning. And we were able to go walk the neighborhood and go take a look around and see people out walking. There's someone out walking right now uh, on our street there. Just people just get outside because they don't want to be in the house the entire time. Really can't go anywhere and do anything. Um, hi, Crystal. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for being here. I'm kind of doing a preamble first before we get started. But we were able to go walk the neighborhoods and see people um, who are outside either doing yard work or or just kind of um, a little a mild socializing per se. And uh, they they enjoyed themselves. I'm, I'm sure because it was this nice day outside. One thing like th- something like this, it does call attention to what's really important. What it's really important for us to make sure that we're spending time with family, spending time with people. I have people at work who are all of a sudden, you know, they're career oriented people, and all of a sudden they're now working from home and they're thrust into the environment of having to be at home with kids and spending more time with the kids than they probably ever imagined. And I was speaking to a person who's in charge of leasing at our company. And she said, you know, I didn't expect that this would ever happen, but now what's happening is I'm spending more and more time with them, whereas normally I wouldn't be at home because of the nature of the job that she's doing. You know, a leasing person is essentially a salesperson. So it's a very, very hectic and active uh, situation. Um, And yet now they can spend time, uh, spend time with uh, the family, spend time with friends, spend time with neighbors. You might get to know your neighbors a little bit more now because you can't just get up and go where you wanted to go. I've told this story before to people who are interested. When we were on vacation in, in early March, March 7th through the 11th is when we traveled out to Savannah and Hilton Head. And we had a great time. We had great weather. It was perfect weather, basically. It was weather where we could just go and come and go as we pleased. We went to beaches. We went to... Uh, A couple of museums went and and walked around and really had a good time. And, man, as soon as we got back on the 11th, 12th, that's when everything started changing so dramatically, literally like night and day, almost instantaneously. And you just never know how things are going to take place or what's going to happen. Um, So enjoy your time. Enjoy the days that you have. Don't take anything for granted um and uh i think we're covering a couple time zones now um uh, mr victor eves or victor eves is, is watching i don't know if that's Vic or if that's liz but um thanks for being here thanks for being on this morning and it is uh we're about two minutes away from the official start but it looks like we're we're broadcasting <laughs> so that's always good yep thumbs up um And I'll say that Facebook, I'm not a big Facebook fan. I've never been a big Facebook fan. It was kind of the first social media site to get on. But one thing they have done really well is their live broadcasting. They are leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else as far as going live and doing broadcasting. They've done some things that have been pretty phenomenal. Uh, And they have, in fact, I noticed in one of the headers... Uh, they have, in fact, reached out to churches and said, "You can use our platform for broadcasting." And I'm saying, "Wow, that was pretty interesting that they would do that because I would never expect that from Facebook." But that's just another, another thing there. So uh, we are broadcasting live from the dining room of the <laughs> of the <laughs> of the, <laughs> of the uh, Gaines quarantine. residence quarantine unit. in the quarantine unit. Yes, Team Gaines. Um, and uh, we are we're doing great. We we really are doing well. We're we're hanging in there. For those of you who haven't seen me recently, and you re- recognize that I have a beard, uh, surprise! Uh, this is my my normal look now. Um, good morning, and uh, we appreciate your being here this morning. So, looking at the time, it is now officially ten o'clock. It is Sunday, April the fifth, two thousand twenty which sounds crazy, but that is exactly where we are. And thanks for being here this morning. We're going to have some Sunday school. And I do have a couple of announcements I wanted to make, too, for those who are interested. Um, we have rescheduled the Spring Break Conference. You uh, probably know that we originally were going to kick it off on the 1st of May, May 1st and 2nd. Well, <clears throat> that's not going to work right now because all the hotels in the area are basically closed. And we did reschedule it and we have a new day for the spring break conference. The spring break conference is going to be in the fall. Uh, September <laughs> September 18th and 19th are the dates that we have um, secured. We originally had mentioned September 11th and 12th, found that that was a bit um, too much to handle and during that week, so we bumped it ahead one more week. So um, September 18th and 19th is the, um, the date that we are going to be using. Um, so... Uh, we appreciate you making a note of that. We are prayerful that everything is going to be back to normal by that time, where we won't have to worry about uh, something like that. Um, so the 18th and 19th of September is what we're looking to do. And supposedly that date's not going to conflict with anything that's going on with the, uh, the missionary conference or anything else, so after checking with Cindy uh, Phillips. So we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, Hi, Tula. Tyla. Hi, yeah, Tyla. It's auto-correcting. It's auto-correcting your, Okay, well, Tyla knows who she is. Uh, <laughs> and Gus Brown is watching. Well, that's good because that, uh, that's pretty important that the pastor is watching the, the broadcast. Um, hello, Gus. I know you got your iPad going. Um, let's go ahead and get started. We, we um, are, are going to use this time. We, we allotted 10 to 1030. Um, I'm going to reserve the right to go over a little bit. Uh, If discussion takes me there and uh, I'm going to allow uh, Lynn to watch your comments, if you have questions, Um, if you can type that fast, Um, we appreciate your uh, uh, giving it that uh, attention um, and and letting letting her do what she needs to do to to get your questions. If you have anything like that, Um, it'll be semi interactive. I can't say that it's going to be like a a lot of back and forth, but that's the nature of the the form that we're in. Let's go ahead and get started uh, with a word of prayer. Father, we just thank you for this time that you've set aside for us to be able to get together, albeit electronically, but nonetheless, we are getting together because we are here to look to you and hear you speak to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your very presence in our lives. We thank you for your comfort, and we thank you for everything that you're doing for us. Lord, we know you're keeping us safe. You're protecting us and keeping us. We don't take it for granted. We pray for more of this day by day. As more and more news comes out, Lord, you know that um, we know that you are indeed in control of everything. And we just thank you that you are present. Bless this time where we hear something coming from your word and that it encourages us and speaks to us directly. And we give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. I pulled from a study that I was involved with with, um, with another group. And the study is involving the book of 1 Thessalonians. And I felt it was very important to go to 1 Thessalonians and look to um, some similarities to what the Thessalonians were experiencing as a people. Uh, in addition to uh, looking at how that relates to us, how it relates to this time, and I wanted to make sure that we looked at that say So if you have your Bibles or your electronic devices, please turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. And we're going to look at um, the first 10 verses, uh, 1 through 10, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. And what I'll be doing is I'll be reading them. And uh, you can follow along as you read those passages. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm reading from like a New Living Translation. um, But you can follow along whatever version you have. But it's going to start with that. So the book, 1 Thessalonians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 10. Starting at the top, this letter is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. We are writing to the church in Thessalonica to you who belong to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God give you grace and peace. We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. We know, dear brothers and sisters, that God loves you and has chosen you to be his own people. For when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words but also with power. For the Holy Spirit gave you full assurance that what we said was true. And you know of our concern for you from the way we lived when we were with you. So you received the message with joy from the Holy Spirit, in spite of the severe suffering it brought you. In this way, you imitated both us and the Lord. As a result, you have become an example to all the believers in Greece throughout both Macedonia and Achaia. And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere, even beyond Macedonia and Achaia, for wherever we go, we find people telling us about your faith in God. We don't need to tell them about it, for they keep talking about the wonderful welcome you gave us, and how you turned away from idols to serve the living and true God. And they speak of how you are looking forward to the coming of God's Son from heaven, Jesus, whom God raised from the dead. He is the one who has rescued us from the terrors of the coming judgment. Now, what I wanted to point out uh, about this particular passage in this study, and just give you some information about the Thessalonians, and the city of Thessalonica, uh, where this mission trip took place, where Paul had gone and planted a church. Thessalonica was the capital and largest city, about 200,000 people, of the Roman province of Macedonia. The most important Roman highway, which was called the Ignatian Nation Way, extended from Rome all the way to the Orient. It went through Thessalonica. This highway, along with the city's thriving seaport, made it one of the wealthiest and most flourishing trade centers in the Roman Empire. Recognized as a free city, Thessalonica was allowed self-rule and was exempted from most of the restrictions placed by Rome on other cities in the empire. With its international flavor, however, came many pagan religions and cultural influences that challenged the faith of the young Christians there. Now, we're talking about a population of about 200,000 people. Uh, which is a pretty sizable population for a city even back then. And coincidentally, the population of Akron is about 200,000, if you look at the metro area and all the people around the area. So we're talking about comparable city sizes. And if you were to look up Thessalonica, you would see that that city exists today. And it is thriving, and it's a very beautiful city. So it's a city that is still on the map. It's still there. The name has virtually been unchanged from the time of the writing of this passage until where we are today. So we have a common thread there about the city. What are the other common threads? Well, they were a city that didn't have a lot of restrictions. They were able to come come and go about and do what they needed to. But they still were subject to what? Sin Uh, having to deal with sin, having to deal with people who were practicing uh, pagan, had pagan practices. Those were things that they were involved in. So that's what's common um, that we deal with today. We have to deal with all these things. So we need to understand, if we look back at the passage, uh, going back to verse 4, where it says, we know, dear brothers and sisters, that God loves you and has chosen you to be his own people. You know, Paul was telling the Thessalonians that they were God's chosen people. They were chosen ones. And they were chosen, it comes from the heart of God, not from something that we're just saying. That's truly what God had intended. And the Thessalonians were very, very special people. And I say that because we have within that passage, or with the passages of 1 Thessalonians, information that's telling us that they were asking so many questions In fact, at the end of this passage, it says the same thing. So many questions about the return of Jesus Christ and when he was coming, that this is where we read about the rapture. Because that information was being revealed for the benefit of the Thessalonians and for the benefit of all those who are now reading it today, that there is a hope that we can look forward to. And the hope being that Jesus Christ is indeed going to return. Of all the people we read about in Scripture, it's the Thessalonians that got this special treatment, special information about the return of Jesus Christ. That is something that's very, very important for us to keep in mind as we look to the Lord in times like this. People are asking all kinds of questions. Is this the end? Is this, are we we at the end of everything now? Are we now experiencing the last pains or the great pains? Well, if we're looking at scripture and looking at it very accurately, we would say, no, we're really not at the very end we are in the end times, and we are certainly experiencing the end times, and we see evidence of that just with all the turmoil, and we will see more activity when we talk about wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and all those things that are taking place. These things are happening, but we also know that there has to be additional great upheaval before we get to the point where we're talking about the end, uh, whatever that is, right? We, we really don't know what it is, and we don't have any special information So I'm not going to come up here and tell you that there's a special day or a time when this is going to take place because I would be lying, and we're not going to do that. Um, We're going to just look at this time right now as a time that God has allowed, if for no other reason than to get people back into thinking about who is really in control, who is really the Lord, uh, who is really in charge, and really the one to look to when it comes to peace and comfort, and understanding, and blessing. That's what we need to look to. We need to understand that we need to be grateful <clears throat> for what we do have. Many times we are not looking at being grateful for what Jesus has done for us, even in the midst of turmoil or difficulty. There's nothing greater than a sense of peace in the midst of turmoil. You, nothing can shake you if you understand where that peace comes from. It's God's peace. So no matter what is going on in your life, you can still get a decent night's sleep. You can still go through all kinds of things in your life and understand that there's turmoil. But if you understand that God is the one who is leading and in control of that, there is nothing but peace. You will rest easy and you'll know that no matter what is happening, that God has you. And God's got you in in his hands. And that's something we need to make, make sure we're doing. We need to make sure that we are not just doing things to, you know, to suck up to God. We're doing things because we're sincere. We're looking to him and we're looking for comfort from him. Um, We need to focus on living to please him and living in a pleasing way is what? Avoiding sin. Staying away from those things that would take away our fellowship with him. Uh, Making sure that we're sharing the gospel with other people. Sharing the gospel comes in many different forms. Of course, it comes in word. But we also know that the Holy Spirit gives you this certain look that you have uh, in the midst of people who are probably struggling. And sometimes he will draw people to you and have conversations with you because those people recognize that you're a person who's good to talk to. Always be available to talk to people, especially today. Be kind to people. I didn't make a a, a posting yet. I I think I put a – I think it's on Instagram. It will be coming up soon. Uh, I love Instagram, by the way, just because of the way it presents itself. But I think I said something to the fact that social distancing doesn't mean that you are just hiding or stopping from talking to people. You're still talking to people. You're still having conversations with people about the love of Christ, what you, whether you're involved in making sure that you're being available as a neighbor, as a friend, as a as a family member. These are all things that you want to be able to do you need to make sure that you're doing all these things and having conversations with people. So be available and look to those things as well too. Okay. So we know dear brothers and sisters that God loves you and has chosen you to be his people. And we understand that because the spirit is the one that has to impart that information. The spirit is the one who is speaking. And I just ask you a question. Are you living in the spirit? Are you allowing the Spirit to speak to you? Are you allowing the Spirit to guide you in all your decision-making? One of the things that we have to do when there's a lot of change and there's a lot of turmoil that's been taking place recently, we still have to go back and look at what the Spirit is doing. How is the Spirit um, responding, giving you information, helping you to be able to function in such a way where you can move with confidence, you can do things with peace? Remember, you're being surrounded by all sorts of turmoil, all sorts of change, change involving people's jobs, change involving people's livelihoods, change that is something that is unexpected. And so now we're looking at how we're handling this change. Uh, If it's unexpected, now we need to know how the spirit is going to allow us to handle those things and make movement and do things. So we need to recognize all of that. Um, the Thessalonians did not have it easy. Uh, we're not as far into the passage in 1 Thessalonians to see that right here. We can see that it's... We're talking about basically an introduction here in this particular section. But the Thessalonians recognized the joy of Christ in the midst of tremendous persecution. Now, we're being persecuted in a different way. We, we recognize that the persecution we're facing is because we do have opposition And Satan is our opposition. And while it may not be coming from anyone directly, we know that Satan wants to see us uh, as God's people be completely derailed, completely off kilter, thrown off kilter, completely sidetracked, completely um, upended. And while we may have an initial reaction to what happens, uh, we recognize that the Spirit wants to come back and say, well, just look to me in the situation. Let me give you guidance. Let me give you instruction. Let me put people in your life that will share wisdom as to how to deal with things like this. And, and that's something that's very important. And When I say things like this, we really haven't had anything like this in my lifetime. Probably have to go back to World War II or World War One when we're talking about how cities were locked down. A lot of things were changing. Back then, where people had to kind of bunker down and not be able to move about. So this is pretty much a new thing for our generation. Um, We're not at war per se, but I guess we are at war. We're at war with a hidden enemy, and the hidden enemy is that virus. And we really don't know what's happening, and the virus has taken some lives. And so we recognize immediately the thing we have to do is stop and think about what we're doing, how we're going about our business. But also looking in on our neighbors and friends, checking on them. Not everybody handles things like this or these types of changes very well. And I'll add one more thing as well, too. There are people who are going through regular life things as well, too. People who have relatives who have cancer. Hey, maybe something happened where, you know, the water uh, pump in the front yard broke, and now they got to get that fixed. And all this stuff is happening at the same time while this virus is taking place. So that piles on for some people how we need to make sure that we are looking in on them. That's what is really, really important right now. That's what's very important. From a social distance. Right, from a social distance. Uh, until such time as we get um, <laughs> get past that social distancing thing. And you know what? The social distancing thing, I get it. I understand it. I understand why we're doing it because um, – it was made a point was made yesterday, you know, why do we have the bad flu seasons that we have? Well a lot of people shake hands and hug and embrace and all that and sometimes that's how the flu gets passed. And the flu is very dangerous for people who are older and we, we need to recognize that um the flu has taken out a whole bunch sorry. of people. I'm having trouble hearing you. Nope, oh, that's my my watch thinks I'm talking to it, so sorry, I apologize for that. You said, hey, something. I said, hey, yeah, it sounded like, hey, well, i won't say the word again. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> but, but we need to recognize that these are things that we have to pay attention to when it comes to making sure that we are not um, unwittingly contracting um, something and giving it to someone else. We have to be sensitive to those people who are very vulnerable right now. Okay, uh, that was a bit of a sidebar, so let's get back to it a little bit here now. The power from the gospel, this is what I was getting at before, the power from the gospel comes from none other than the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to be the one to impart it. The Spirit is the one who opens the eyes of those who need Jesus and you know, convinces people that they need salvation. Now, you, in your own strength, you cannot convince somebody to recognize who Jesus Christ is. One thing we have to keep doing is just praying that the Spirit is going to impart that wisdom upon other people. That's what we do. What we do in the meantime, though, is that we don't do something to damage Jesus' testimony as we're interacting with those people. We need to make sure that we are available, ready to speak when it comes time to, not getting into arguments or causing dissension. Those are things that will deter from the spirit working. Now, the spirit can do anything, but we can also slow the spirit down a little bit if we are not doing things that are what are necessary for us to follow Jesus Christ. So make sure that we are make sure that you are doing those very things to allow the spirit to work. God's power changes people, not our cleverness or persuasion efforts. That's what we need to understand. You can't persuade anybody to do anything when it comes to Christ and nor should you that's not your responsibility your responsibility is to give them the information and speak to them and talk to them about who Jesus is but after that it's their decision they have to decide what they want to do and you have to understand that that's it's going to be either a fleshly response where they just will ignore it i mean when Jesus was on earth half the people would have wanted to follow him and even though they saw him face to face half of them didn't want to follow him so If you see that scenario, then you understand what you're dealing with. You're in a situation of spiritual warfare. And what we are even going through right now today is spiritual warfare. There's no question about it. We know that there is a war that's taking place. We know that we're able to do this right now because of the technology that we're in. If we were 20 years earlier, we couldn't do this. So we recognize that even God knew that something like this would take place knowing that we could still gather together electronically and be able to have discussion about the power of God in this world in this day and age. That's very important for us to see, too. Now, go back to verse 6 in the passage. So you received the message with joy from the Holy Spirit in spite of the severe suffering it brought you. In this way, you imitated both us and the Lord. Now, notice that the passage says severe suffering. Because you know what severe means. The word severe means there's extreme things that are taking place amongst the people, uh, the Thessalonians. Severe suffering means all kinds of persecution. People probably coming and laying hands on them, uh, beating them uh, to the point, you know, obviously ridiculing them, spitting on them, all those things that uh, involve severe suffering. But yet they could smile and recognize that Jesus Christ was still the most important thing in their lives in spite of that persecution. And right now, would we say they were involved in severe suffering? I wouldn't say that it's severe. We are certainly inconvenienced. We are certainly going through a difficult time. We're going through a time where it's a definite change from what we're used to. But I know that we are very resilient people if we recognize where the goodness comes from. Jesus Christ is our goodness. He is the one that is going to help us, help us through the situation. And while it's not severe suffering, there may be a day or there may come a time when we will indeed endure severe suffering. That's something that's very difficult. Um, I had an old message here about they don't know how to get to the live stream from the Akron Alliance Facebook page. It should be on the Facebook page. Go to the Facebook page. Look for you and that shirt. Look for me and this shirt. A red and black shirt. A red and black shirt. And then click the video to join. And click the video to join. That's how you get on it. It takes a minute. Yeah, it will take a minute to get in there. But um, that message came over 15 minutes ago, but I didn't see it until now. So that's okay. So some of you maybe are already on, so that message may be a moot point. But you literally have to click on the video uh, if you see it on the page. If you scroll and look for it, you should be able to see it and get on. So um, it's good technology if, it, if everybody knows how to operate glitchy, it. Yeah, and, and this is, again, a dry run as well, too. We, we have, uh, we're going to see how this works in the future. Um, and I do see that uh, you did respond back to it very good. So, okay. All right, we can continue now. And and recognizing that this persecution is really something we need to look at. Um, Severe suffering because it led to persecution from Jews and Gentiles. There's a couple of examples of that as well, too. Um, Let's take a look. Hold your finger where you are if you're using a Bible. And let's see if we can go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. 1 Thessalonians 3. And we're looking at verses 2 through 4. Well, let's start with verse 1. Uh, it says in 1 Thessalonians 3, verse 1, Therefore, when we could bear it no longer, we were willing to be left behind at Athens alone. And we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to establish and exhort you in your faith that no one be moved by these afflictions. For you, know, you yourselves know that we are destined for this. For when we were with you, we kept telling you beforehand that we were to suffer affliction just as it has come to pass and just as you know. And let's go ahead and read verse 5. For this reason, when I could bear it no longer, I sent to learn about your faith for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and our labor would be in vain. One thing we have to be um, cognizant of is that we are going to be going through difficulty. And the difficulty, depending upon where we are in our lives, is going to be either mild or extreme. And it's a promise that you're going to go through affliction. It's a promise. It is something that you're destined to experience. So these are things we all have to keep in mind as we look at life today as we know it. Um, We've been through a lot of inconveniences. But even in our inconveniences, what what are we always cognizant of doing? Let's make the best of the situation. Let's make sure that we're looking at the positives, looking at things rather than glass half empty, glass half full. We already know that we're going to suffer persecution, so we need to recognize that if we run across someone who is going to be giving us a hard time, we can just say, we'll pray for you, God bless you, and move on. We have that ability to do that. But that's a mindset that you have to have. It's a mindset that you have to carry with you wherever you go. Suffering is going to be part of what we deal with. Believers are going to suffer in this world, period. Believers are going to suffer. We're going to have a hard time. Um, And we're on a collision course with the world, the world's values. And so even in the midst of a pandemic, you're going to have people who are very godly and people who are very worldly. And if there were no pandemic, guess what? You're going to have people who are very godly and people who are very worldly. And there's always going to be a clash of some sort there's always going to be a fight um, as far as a spiritual warfare is concerned so there's nothing happening that's really unusual sometimes the scope of something that's happening changes over time life changes over time but we need to understand that we can overcome all of these things God is the one who gives us the ability to overcome we are overcomers we are the ones who are overcoming what's taking place even right now and when we come through this entire pandemic situation, we certainly will see the other side of it We'll be able to go back to doing things the way we used to we won't be able we will be able to do everything that we used to do and even more perhaps the, the point is is that we need to come through the difficulty and recognize that you're going to be suffering anyway, uh, whether there's something going on or not and Jesus is the one who understands this thing about suffering. he understands what your fears are he understands what your concerns are he understands. Our weaknesses, he understands our disappointments. Um, and there are things that, let's take even take a look at that. Go to Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Let's go ahead and take a look at verse 14 and read down from there. And we're going to go down to verse 18. Hebrews two fourteen. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil. And this is referring to who Jesus Christ is. And deliver all those who fear of death through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery then verse 16 for surely it is not angels that he helps but he helps the offspring of Abraham therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people for because he himself has suffered when tempted he is able to help those who are being tempted. Is there anyone who is a greater ally for you than Jesus Christ? Because he knows exactly what we're going through. The struggles that we're having, the fears about what's going on in the world today, the difficulty when things crop up. You know, you got to get the sink fixed because something breaks. Uh, you got to get uh, uh, do a repair because your garage door breaks. There are little things that happen, and these are things that, of course, will have a financial impact, but God is the one who gives you information and answers in the midst of all of that to be able to deal with these things as they occur. He knows all about you, everything about you, and all you need to do is just be sensitive to those very things. That's the most important thing that we can do, because God, through Jesus Christ, knows everything that we're going through. He knows what we're going through right now. He promised to never leave us. Um, Go to Hebrews 4, please. Hebrews 4. You need to say please. Mm -hmm. Always say please and thank you. Hebrews chapter 4. Says at verse 14. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, all about those things, and he intercedes on our behalf. He does those very things. And Hebrews also in chapter 7 says the same thing. He just comes before us and gets in front of these things that are occurring. So in times of pain or persecution or suffering, trust in Christ. He is the one who has us. He has us in his hands. He has us in control. And so we need to understand that now our responsibility is to make sure that as we do these things, as we perform these things, as we live, that we live with the love of Christ before everyone. Be a friend to people. Take the time and explain things to people if they have uncertainty. Give them information. If you don't know it, then don't share anything. But share with them what you do understand. And understand that the peace that we have is far beyond what the world can give us. We can be reassured of things. We can be assured that things are going to get turned around in 30 days, and 45 days, whatever it is. But our true assurance is in living for Jesus Christ. That's where our assurance is. Because, you know, you've heard the old saying too, there's one thing after another that takes place. You know, one thing will happen, and then something goes away, and another thing happens, and another thing happens. Well, everybody's different. Everybody has different experiences in life, but we need to make sure that we're, looking to the Lord in all of these things and recognizing that he has us in his hands. He has us in control. So we recognize, going back to verse 10, when people see believers and look at people who are believers in Jesus Christ, they should see people who have the confidence of knowing that Jesus Christ is in control. No one should be looking at a believer and that believer's face should be all twisted and upside down and sideways with confusion and angst and not really knowing what's going on. Yes, you're going to have moments like that where you don't understand what's going on, but you've got to go back to who gives you peace and comfort. I can't, I can't stress enough how important it is for you to feel the comfort of Christ in your life when you're going through difficult times like, such as these. The comfort of Christ is what helps you to overcome those very things that you're dealing with. And we're dealing with a lot, no question about it. But we're dealing with less, frankly, than what the Thessalonians dealt with. And yet they still stood firm in Jesus Christ and kept asking questions. When is Jesus returning? When is he coming back? When is he coming back? And that perhaps will be a a lesson for a future Sunday school class to even talk about those very things, about how the Thessalonians were indeed very blessed to get answers to questions that everybody asks. Like, when is Jesus coming back? When is he returning? Well, I'm going to challenge you that Jesus is here right now. He is here in our midst. And the great return that we're referring to is coming down the road. But uh, we may not have to even deal with something like that. But ultimately, he is in our lives right now if we allow the spirit to work and lead. Amen? Okay, if anybody has any questions, we can go through that right now. We are slightly over the, the half hour time, but we weren't going to cut it off right away. If anybody has any questions or comments in general um, about today, what's going on today? Uh, questions about anything, we'll be happy to answer those uh, virtually. Um, but that's what's important. Tell people to type "amen" if they're here. And if you're still online, I, I see people are online. If you're still online, just type "amen" and and just send that to us as well too. Uh, and we'd appreciate that. Um, we don't have the ability to do what is, is Zoom, the Zoom thing, uh, where we have people online and look at all, and have a, a million people there. That would be very, very interesting, to say the least. One, a couple other points I want to mention, too. Um, Pastor Gus will probably say amen to this, too. Uh, thank you for those saying amen. Um, please remember to give. Give your weekly um, uh, offering. Um, it's something that I'm mentioning because I know that because we're not gathering at church, we're not able to um, put something in a collection plate. Um, and thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that very much. Um, make sure you give your weekly offerings. Now, you can drop your offerings off today at the church um, between 12 and 1230 uh, if you do not want to mail it. You know, we I've already mailed mine, so... Um, mail works for us very well, but if you, if you don't want to mail it, if you want to drop it off at the church, you can go to the church today and they're going to practice social distancing. They're literally going to have you probably drop it in a basket and then you can take off, uh, from there. Um, but that's something that you can do today between 12 and 1230. And I understand that it's also available Monday through Friday at the church as well too. I believe from 12 to two, you can do the same thing. So, um, but make sure that you're giving your offerings because we still have to run our church. We do anticipate there will be a time we'll be able to get back together as a congregation and go back to church. And uh, we are looking forward to that time, most certainly. But right now, while things are kind of spiking out there and things are kind of hot, we want to make sure that we're uh, practicing what's necessary um, and not meeting indoors right now, per se, um, and making sure that we're keeping everyone safe. So keep that in mind. So don't forget your offering. Please remember that. Give whatever you're able to um, and make sure that it goes to the church. If you need the church's address, the church's address, I believe, is on the Facebook page as well too, as, well as our website. Pardon me? Or just call us. Or just call, uh, and we can tell you what the address is uh, if you need it. We ask you to also check out uh, the Facebook page and the website, uh, the akronalliance.org website for updates. We provide updates. As often as necessary, uh, as far as what's going on, um, I've considered having the ability to give online, and I'm looking at the options, and none of them are great. Uh, <laughs> so, um, for the type of church that we are right now, it probably is something we can look at down the road. We'll have to see, um, but we'll we'll look into that. But for right now, you know, writing a check and sending it. Hey, that's the great way to do it and I see Carol Ray is on saying amen and uh, Crystal can we use sellers what does that mean I don't know what that means Crystal wrote can we use sellers I'm not, sure I'm not sure what that means unless there was an autocorrect there as well too so use seller I don't know what that means is, yeah. that, in, is that in relation to giving we're going to have to investigate some options we'll investigate some options that's that's probably what we'll have to do. That's for sure. Okay. So, oh, Zelle, is it? You know what? Um, I don't know if we can. I don't know if this is allowed to be used. Um, if Zell, Zelly is it allowed to be used for a business? I know that we can use it sending money back and forth between each other. But now I understand. See, it was autocorrect. It was, it was autocorrecting her typing. Yes, yes. Um, okay. Yeah, I know. That's fine. So Victoria Lynette, we're trying to say we like her comment. <laughs> we're trying to like Victoria Lynette's comment. We can't they get won't to let it. It won't let you like it. So we like your comment, Victoria Lynette. Thank you. Um, okay, and so that's the housekeeping as far as concerned is, you know, making sure we mention about giving, making sure that you're making a contribution and not forgetting about that because we still have to run the building, still have to heat the buildings, still have to do everything uh, for the daycare and all that every every week as well too. Um For those who missed it at the top, um, Spring Break Conference uh, will not be in the spring. It will be in the fall. Uh, We have rescheduled the Spring Break Conference for September 18th and 19th. Um, So as we get closer to that, we'll obviously uh, provide information for that. And I got the contract, revision of the contract from uh, the hotel, and we'll be signing that, and we'll go that route. So it'll be September the 18th and the 19th. And don't book the room yet because like, I don't think the code is in place yet for the Akron Alliance Fellowship room rate. And if you try to book the room right now, the hotel's closed. It won't work. So you'll have to kind of wait for that. You can do it online, but just wait for it until you get that code we'll so you can get you a special the special discount. We'll give you the all clear when you can do that. Um, thank you. Um, uh, my, my wife uh, is a wonderful uh, help meet. Uh, she does a great job uh, helping out with things like this. And... Um, and Beverly Parkman is here, too. How are you feeling, Beverly? I hope you're feeling better. Uh, we've been praying for you, uh, making sure that you're um, recovering nicely. And hopefully the grandkids aren't running you over if they get dropped off. Tell people to feel free to message prayer requests, too, if they don't want to put it on the public page. Please feel free to message, use uh, Messenger for your prayer requests if you don't want to put it on the public page. Um, We have the technology now to be able to do things like that. Just send a private message, and we'll be happy to respond to your prayer requests. You can go into uh, the Facebook page, and there is a way to message us. And if you have a prayer request, you can send that. And thanks that that you're doing much better. Glad to hear it. Uh, I had pneumonia once. It was no fun. Um, I remember the experience, too. I'd never coughed or sneezed one time, but I sure did feel lousy. And, um, and had it in one lung. So it takes it, it can really knock you for a loop if you're not careful, so you have to be very careful with pneumonia. Um, so I'm glad to see that you're doing better. much much appreciated too. Um, and um, is anyone, if anyone has any comments or any questions about anything you can ask now, we're going to probably um, break from here in about three minutes if, if there's nothing else going on because we, we'll, we'll do this again next week. We'll be back next week. We'll do this again, probably at the same time or close to the same time, not to deviate too much. um, But we'll get together as a church uh, in this virtual manner and have prayer time. But we will pray now um, because we haven't prayed for the end of the message. But I want to make sure that everybody had a takeaway here. Um, And and Nate wrote a nice long comment. So um, this is great. We're going to be... We're going to... um, probably continue doing broadcasting of our our sunday school class uh even when we get back to church um this was a dry run because of the you know good things come out of bad situations sometimes Uh, the pandemic has forced us to do some things to regroup and find ways to get together and this has turned out to be a really really good way to do it and uh, we plan on doing this uh, going forward um all it takes is a tripod and an iphone I mean, it's really that simple. Um, a tripod and an iPhone and just put it together and, and allow Facebook Live to do its thing. And it's working really well. So we'll give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. Um, and I, and I, it is an honor to do something like this. I just want to let you know I, it's a privilege to be able to serve the Lord Jesus Christ in this way, to be able to do something like this. Um, so I appreciate your uh, patience and understanding why we were getting it together here this morning. But uh, it went, I think, really well, and we'll do it again next week, um, and we'll keep going forward with it because it's a way for us to reach people like Nate and Marnell and Roger and Barb who are still out, out on the West Coast and thereabouts, and, and uh, you'll have to get up a little bit early, um, but uh, you'll, you'll catch us nonetheless. Um, if you missed this. You'll be able to go back to the page and watch it in its entirety. Yeah, if you missed any part of this at all, too, it will be on the page. You can go back and look at the entire thing. Um, So that's something that's very nice, another feature that Facebook has as well, too. Um, We appreciate you guys very much. Let's go ahead and and close out with a word word of prayer. And uh, again, if you have any questions about today's lesson, uh, please send them. You can send them by Facebook uh as a message if you want to or you can put it on the page and we'll just try to answer the question and heather in cambodia that's right international let's let's keep that going right this is an international broadcast we're going to keep playing it up as much as possible and heather you're the reason why so thanks again for being with us today i really appreciate it father we just thank you for this time that you've given us to us to set aside time to look to you we thank you for your very presence this morning we thank you for how you are everywhere, and literally I mean everywhere, all over this country and overseas as well too. We thank you for your very presence this morning. We thank you for your encouragement. Lord, if nothing else was received today for by people is that they are to be encouraged because of your very presence. In the midst of trouble, in the midst of suffering um, and hopefully not severe suffering, but suffering nonetheless, you are present. And you are our encouragement. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us, helps us to make decisions, helps us to be proactive in ways that we normally wouldn't even imagine. But we just thank you, you for how you speak to us individually, as well as as a group. Bless us, Lord, and keep us. Help us to be safe. We pray for our households that you provide a covering over each and every one of us. And what is going on will not afflict us. And we thank you for that covering. We thank you for how we can run into your house and be safe within it. We thank you, Lord, and we ask all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. really appreciate you being here. Um, We will reconvene next Sunday. And you guys take care of yourselves. We'll see you.